On this episode of the B-Side, we talk Celebrate Recovery with Pastor Dave Condry. Welcome to the B-Side, a Blessed Hope podcast where we turn over the sermon notes and answer those lingering questions. Hey everybody, welcome to the B-Side. I'm Vince and joined by Pastor Matt and special guest, Pastor Dave Condry from Revolution Church. And we're going to be talking about Celebrate Recovery with uh, Pastor Dave, and so would you just tell us a little bit about yourself so that we can uh, get to know you before we jump into something that is uh, amazing? Definitely. Uh, thanks for first off having me. It's great to be joining you guys, and I'd uh, love to talk about Celebrate Recovery, but before that, as you said, uh, who I am. Uh, so I pastor Revolution Church, which we're located downtown. Uh, we're actually in the old um, Cafe de Close. Uh, uh, restaurant where the Legion was. Uh, we've been in existence for about four years. Uh, I've been pastoring, I would say, about 15, uh, about 10 years in uh, senior pastor and probably 20 years, close to 20 years when you factor in youth ministry and all that. Uh, born and raised here in Vinton, so this has been home for most of my life until you know we left for a while to minister down in Missouri. We came back about five years ago to plant this church, and um, it's been a great time since then. God's blessed us in many ways. Married, uh, have a, my wife and two kids, uh, so we have two daughters. Uh, one's eight, one's six, uh, so they keep life busy, but uh, mm-hmm. great blessing, love them to death. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, the, the basic who I am, uh, besides pastoring, I also work for the Area Substance Abuse Council, so mm-hmm. I am a uh, project coordinator is the official title, but I uh, coordinate the Above the Influence Coalition, which is a substance prevention coalition that services all of Benton County. Uh, we work on prevention strategies, uh, mainly with alcohol, um, prescription drugs, and marijuana, uh, especially related to youth. Yeah, that sounds like a great uh, organization to be part of. And um, So, for people that don't know what Celebrate Recovery is, and for people that think they know, but maybe have some misconceptions, what exactly is Celebrate Recovery? Great question. So. Celebrate Recovery started, um, if I remember right, 1991. Um, in Sad- it actually started at Saddleback Church, uh, Rick Warren's church. Uh, it was started by a gentleman, uh, John Baker, who had a history of alcoholism and a lot of problems with that and the ramifications that come with that with his family. And as God delivered him from that, he felt very motivated to take what he had learned and how God had worked in his life and, and present that and help others. And so he presented it to actually Rick Warren and said, hey, I got this idea for a, a recovery ministry of some kind. And his attitude was, I'm sharing it with you because I want the church to do something. And mm-hmm. like any good pastor, Rick Warren looked at him and said, great, go do it. Mm-hmm. And so John Baker kind of looked at him like, what do you, that's not what I was thinking. I wanted you to do it. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, as God used it and it continued to, to morph into other things, I mean, now Celebrate Recovery is actually all around the world. Um, there's thousands of churches all throughout America, especially, that have their own Celebrate Recovery groups. Uh, John Baker is still the, the president, if you want to say, of the overall ministry. Uh, they provide all the resources and materials that you need. And they actually, it's, it functions so well, they actually have representatives and sponsors all throughout the area that you can connect with and have them come in and help and provide guidance. And they do trainings all around the country at different times for you to get support and all that. But um, again, it started with this focus on recovery, a Christ-based recovery program 
that is actually foundationally based on the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. So all of the principles, the 12 principles and the steps of Celebrate Recovery are all based on the Beatitudes and directly based on Scripture, um, which makes it completely different than any other recovery program that's really out there. In fact, Celebrate Recovery, with my other job with the Area Substance Abuse Council, I've actually been to trainings where over time now, Celebrate Recovery is now becoming a recognized recovery program by the secular um, side of things. So you even have Celebrate Recovery that's used by a lot of, um, if there's court mandated, um, there, there are even communities that they will use Celebrate Recovery as a court mandated program that people need to use. Uh, so it, it's really gained over time a lot of uh, credibility, um, a lot of significance in the changes that it's made over time with people's lives. Uh, so that's kind of the brief history of it mm-hmm. and kind of how it's grown over time. And, and we're just excited to be able to be part of it. Well, how, how long have you been offering Celebrate Recovery here in Vin? So we've been doing it publicly, I would say, for a little over a year. Okay. Uh, where people have known about it. Uh, We started, I would probably say, two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago, where Celebrate Recovery was always something that myself and a couple other gentlemen in our church had talked about providing. But it's one of those ministries that, just to be honest, it kind of overwhelms you at the potential Mm -hmm. of what you're talking about. And so we were... We had our concerns on whether we had the ability and the resources and and the time or even the expertise to do what we were talking about. So we got the material and it was actually myself and two other gentlemen that we actually started meeting together and almost doing our own mini Celebrate Recovery group um, where we were just kind of going through the material together and looking at it and getting a better understanding of what it was about. Um, So the journey of Celebrate Recovery on a personal level has been about two and a half years. Um, and then as we continued with it, we just started to get some more people that saw the value of it and the necessity even in their own lives. Mm-hmm. And we just got to the point about a year, maybe a little over a year ago, where we had a core group of people that said, no, we're ready to do this. Let's, let's do it. Uh, so we jumped into actually holding the weekly meetings mm-hmm. that are the foundational part of Celebrate Recovery. So again, it's, it's been a little over a year that we've been doing it. So, um, and I think, you know, that's, a, that's an important thing for, for folks to know, that, that it's, it's not a brand new thing. It's been going on since 1991, uh, right? So we're going on, you know, almost 30 years yep. of this program. Uh, it's not, not some, you know, newfangled thing. Yep. Um, and two, that it's been happening here in town uh, publicly uh, for over a year, or close to over a year. And before that, it had a, a good year, year and a half of prep work and planning behind it. So, so this is a, a what I'm what I'm hearing you say is this is a well-intentioned, well well-researched uh, uh, and well-run uh, program uh, that really is designed to do some good work. Yeah, as well as we in our limited capacity could do it. And I just say that because it's one of those ministries that you know, even if you are as prepared as you think you can be. Um, you're always yeah. going to grow in it. You're always going to mm-hmm. learn new things with it. And we're, yeah. we're definitely in the last year been in, in very much learning um, mode, which is a great thing because it just shows God's improving it and making it better. Yeah. And uh, so it was definitely not something that we just did on a whim of, yeah. hey, this sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. Well, and you know what? Unfortunately, I think churches do that a lot. Yeah. You know, one of the things we talk about around here, and I know um, 
that, that you guys at Revolution kind of have the same same philosophy as I mean, we want to do things well if we're going to do them. And so uh, I think people can rest easy, and it's great that they don't have to think like, oh, well, this is just four guys decided, hey, let's throw this together. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of intention, uh, and that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, well, and it's definitely, Celebrate Recovery is one of those things where you can have the greatest of intentions entering into it, and you can actually have the right motives in what you're doing. But when you're talking about dealing, you know, and helping people with very significant problems in life, the greatest of intentions can still cause some serious problems Mm. if you're not prepared for what you're talking about. So that was one of the reasons, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were in a place, uh, place mentally and spiritually and and all of it to say, no, we're we're in a place where now we can start looking at how we can help other people. Because again, just having a a good motivation of we want to help people. Um, if you're not prepared, you could still you can cause more damage than, than what yeah. you intended, and, and that was one of the things that I don't want to say we feared, um, because if you fear that too much, you're not going to do anything. Right. Uh, but it was one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we we adequately looked at and considered before we we did anything. So, and it's one of the things that should make us comfortable with the program itself from the outside looking in is that those things have been considered and thought about and mm-hmm. uh, and planned for. So, yeah, it's yeah. a good deal. So. Why is Celebrate Recovery important to, to not only you, but to your church? Um, did you guys see programs around the Vinton area uh, that just weren't meeting needs? or why, why did you guys bring Celebrate Recovery to, to our community? Okay. Well, so one of the individuals that was part of it from the very beginning has a history of substance issues um, for a good portion of their life. And by God's grace and you know God working in his life in Christ, uh, entering into their their life years ago they were able to leave that life behind and they're still picking up the pieces of that mm-hmm. you know one of one of the ways they've kind of viewed the life that they lived is it's easy to dig your hole but it's a lot harder to fill it back up so even years later they're still in the process of trying to yeah. put the pieces back together that that lifestyle had caused and um, what's great about their story is they don't want the mistakes they've made to be useless and so they really started wrestling with how can I help other people that are, are in the same place I was. And they were also motivated by, I have friends that I know are still in this area that are still deep into that life. And, and they see the ramifications of this. And so God really placed on their heart, especially to meet the need of people that are dealing directly with, you know, substance issues, whether alcohol, drugs, um, so that was kind of what birthed this desire for it. Well, then on the other side of that, there wasn't, there isn't really a lot of programs around here um, for people that need that kind of assistance. So at times, there's AA meetings that might pop up. At the time that we started talking about doing Celebrate Recovery, there wasn't actually an AA meeting. There was no AA meeting actually happening mm-hmm. in Vinton at the time. So there was a disconnect there and people not having outlets to find any kind of community and help Mm. that's what produced the hey let's look into this as we started looking into it though and researching it more and even myself if i started studying what celebrate recovery was about and what it's based on and, and what it's you know the truth of it and what it produces in your life even i started looking at it like wow there are so many things here that even speak to my own life and where i'm at the things i struggle with and what really came out of it was us understanding that Celebrate Recovery is not and should not be just seen as a recovery of substance or alcohol program. Mm-hmm. 
we really present it and really push for people to understand we're all in recovery of some kind. Mm. You know, this idea that all, all of us are broken, all of us have issues, all of us have things we struggle with, all of us has, and one of the things, you know, Celebrate Recovery says a lot is it's for anybody with a hurt, a habit, or a hang-up. Mm. And when you really start understanding it that way, that's, that's everybody. Right. We all have things that hold us back from becoming the people that God created us to be. We all have sins in our lives or things that have happened in our past that have become burdens to us or snares to us or have entangled us. You know, Paul talked a lot about that, you know, cast off mm-hmm. all that entangles you and run the race that has been set before you and celebrate recovery all of a sudden as I was studying and I started seeing this stuff like, wow, I never thought about my own life this way. Mm-hmm. And when I started looking at it beyond substances, saying there's nothing here for me because I don't have a problem with substances. Mm-hmm. But when I started seeing it that, no, I have issues in other ways that are holding me back. And, and there's things that, you know, burden me. Um, and I started to apply that self for, stuff for myself. I tell our Celebrate Recovery team, or, you know, when I say team, the people that are there on a weekly basis, I tell them all the time that in the last nine months, when I've really started digging into this, and we've been doing this program ourselves, that God has used this to even mature my own faith mm. more in the last nine months than he probably has in the last five years. Wow. Uh, on a personal level, yeah. you know, not ministry. And, that, and that's one of the things I love about Celebrate Recovery is it's not us offering it to people. That's not what Celebrate, it's not, it's not us setting a revolution saying, hey, we're offering this to you because we're going to help you. Celebrate Recovery is foundational upon we're doing this for ourselves and we're inviting you to join us, mm-hmm. be with us. Like we're, we're in the program just as much as you are. Yeah. It's, it's not me up front saying, I got this all figured out, everybody, and I'm going to tell you how to do right. it. It's God's working in me and we're inviting you to come. Let's journey together as he works on all of us. So that's one of the things that really, as I started embracing it, like this is an awesome, you know, m- ministry. That's a huge so, there's a huge paradigm shift for a lot of the way that the church does ministry in general. Mm-hmm. Going from a, a, a to, like we're going to you, we're teaching to you, to a, hey, we're in this together. Yeah. We're doing this with you. Um, that, that's, that's huge. Well, and, and doing it with you, and, and, and um, but, but part of that reality too, Dave, I think that the thing that you said that, that I think really makes sense is, I'm doing it for me, right? Because my relationship with God isn't where I want it to be. Because I'm broken and I'm messy and I've got I've got issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Life is about relationships, and so why not come do this with me? Yeah, yeah. And I, there, there is there is something profoundly I think um, different about that mindset. Even if the church typically feels that way. Uh, it's not necessarily how we communicate all the time. So I think there is something great about that. Yeah. So when you when you say that it's not just substance abuse, mm-hmm. because when I say celebrate recovery to a, a random person in our congregation or in the community, they're thinking you know you got drugs and, and you got you got alcohol, uh, yep. and and so um, I'm hearing you say yes. If you've got drug issues, you've got alcohol issues, you've got prescription drug issues, whatever it might be, yep. this is a place for you. But on top of that, yep. there are any number of, of reasons that people might come. Yep. Can, can you give me, without, without you know, divulging too much information, can, can you give us some examples of yeah. some of the kinds of 
hurts, habits, or hangups that people are coming to celebrate recovery with, maybe give our listeners a, uh, an opportunity to, to see, oh, yeah, maybe that is for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if we stop and we all got honest with ourselves and asked the question of, even if you use, use the word addiction, yeah. what am I addicted to? Well, addiction is anything in your life that you don't have control over. So if you really want to start getting honest with yourselves, I mean, there might be you're addicted to television. You could be addicted to your phone. You could be addicted to social media. You can be addicted to people. I mean, that's one of the big things that a lot of people find when they start coming to celebrate recovery is as they start processing through this and God starts peeling back layers and showing them more. Uh, a lot of people come to, to discover uh, codependency mm. of how they're seeking approval and how they're living their lives, trying to find approval from the people around them and how that is impacting how they live on a daily basis because they're trying to find their worth and their value on the relationships that surround them. And that can be an addiction. That becomes something that controls the way we live. Uh, you, can, you can be a person, food addiction, um, depression. Uh, you can be a person, anxiety, stress, any of those things, workaholics, anything where it's something that you don't have control over. Not, and I guess that's not even a way to say it. Not that you don't have control, but like, Christ in your life doesn't have control over that. Mm -hmm. it, it's out of that's control. Actually, it's a, it's a good, uh, good way to look at that. Uh, and, and I don't want to, you know, and I wouldn't because that's the other thing that's beautiful about Celebrate Recovery is it's a place that we, we say this is confidential. When you're here, what, what happens here, this is for our, you know, this is for here. You know, it's a, it's a place where we take very serious. Mm -hmm. You don't spread what you're being, what you hear here. And, it, and if we find out that it's happening, you know, mm -hmm. we take very serious steps on that because we want people to know this is a safe, this is a safe place. This is a place where you can come and, and be open and honest. And so, you know, not sharing for anybody else, but one of the things that Celebrate Recovery has done for me is uh, just within the last couple months, I, I've been able to come to the point of expressing to our Celebrate Recovery group, um, my own struggles with some things and one of them that I've told them that God has shown me that I've been dealing with for a number of years but never really wanted to accept it was my own depression issues you know the struggle that I had inwardly of, of depression and, and feelings of just no it's weird to explain it but just the you know the outlook on how I saw life and how I felt about myself and and God really used Celebrate Recovery to get me to the place of even saying that. If this would have been a month ago, I would never even, I wouldn't even have said it at Celebrate Recovery mm -hmm. that I struggle with depression. Because it's one of those things, as soon as you say what you struggle with, you almost feel like people are going to look at you yeah, differently. Yeah, you almost see you know, free, right? It's like, oh, can I, can I grab it and put it back in the yeah, bag? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, like, and all of a sudden, the, yeah, the perception is different. And, that, and that's one of the things about Celebrate Recovery that's so powerful is, we communicate this truth that your struggle is not your identity. Mm. Christ is your identity. That's why throughout the entirety of, of Celebrate Recovery is anybody is welcome to be there no matter where they're at in their faith journey. Mm. They, don't even, they don't even have to profess Christ. But we unapologetically proclaim Jesus is the only higher power that can change your life. Right. Jesus has to be the foundation. Jesus has to be the one. And so, you know, we, we, we express that as our identity. Your struggle is not your identity. Jesus is your identity. But we do have struggles. And one of the reasons we encourage people to name their struggle, like, what are you, what are you struggling in, is not to empower that struggle, but to disarm it, actually. Mm -hmm. as, as soon as I bring it into the light, I'm disarming it. 
to be used against me. So uh, I can just say from my own my own journey, as soon as God got me to the place where I could put that out, mm-hmm. now I don't feel as the shame that I did before, like there was something wrong with me. Yeah. So. That, that's, that's huge. Um, I'm wondering, so if I were to come to Celebrate Recovery, mm-hmm. what am I going to see? What am I going to experience? Maybe what am I going to smell? I don't know. Um, what, what's a typical night for Celebrate Recovery? Uh, so when you come in, hopefully the first thing you'll smell is coffee. I was going to um, say, <laughs> what are you going to smell? You know, it better be coffee. Uh, the, the, you know, uh, but no, when you come in, the way the typical night of Celebrate Recovery goes is for the first hour, uh, so we begin at 6, so from 6 to 7, is it's just simply called our large group meeting. Which the large group meeting consists of, we, we worship, we spend some time, about 20 minutes in worship, um, singing and doing that because again Christ is the center of this it's not about us mm-hmm. we're, we're starting out with our focus on it, it's him uh, so we'll spend about 20 minutes doing that and then uh, the rest of the hour is the, the lesson mm-hmm. so there's always a lesson of some kind that goes with celebrate recovery uh, this is a, you know these lessons are specifically designed to address either with one of the principles or the steps that we're on as we're going through everything. And it all is related back to scripture. Mm-hmm. What I love most about the way that we design the lessons of Celebrate Recovery, including, you know, you know, if I put together a lesson separate from the Celebrate Recovery material, one of the things we make sure to do is um, it's just loaded with scripture mm-hmm. because we want people to see this is based on the word of scripture. This is based on God. This is based on truth of, of you know, God's word and not just man's wisdom. And how huge and how important is that for people to realize that, hey, what I'm struggling with, God cares about. Exactly, exactly. You know, one of the key scriptures, you know, of Celebrate Recovery found in Isaiah is when, you know, God says, come, let us reason together. You Mm -hmm. know, though your sins are as scarlet, I will make you white as snow. And, you know, we want people to understand that God's first thing that he says before he, he offers this promise of cleansing he says, we got to reason together. You know, we got to come to an agreement. We got to process through some stuff. And and so that's the large group. We do that. And then after the large group, we break and uh, the ladies go into a group and the men go into a group and we separate because that's one key thing with Celebrate Recovery is we want to make sure that it's a comfortable look. You know, some men struggle with certain things. Ladies might struggle and they see it from different perspectives. So we want them to feel comfortable and safe with that. The other thing, because codependency can become a major issue Mm -hmm. with a lot of people struggling with stuff. We want to put them in safe environments where where maybe somebody might be there because they're struggling with inappropriate relationships that they've always been sucked into with the opposite sex or whatever. Um, So anyways, we, we split into separate groups and those are just our open share groups. And, these are, you can almost call them a small group. Um, basically what it is, is there's usually a discussion question that's given that relates back to the lesson. Uh, and that's a time for us to kind of process together. What did we think about that? What did we feel about it? What, were we, what are we struggling with? Let's, let's talk about what we just heard and how it relates to us. And the thing that's nice about the open share groups is a lot of people can kind of get nervous about those, but nobody's forced to share everybody's given the opportunity but nobody's forced if it comes to your turn and you just simply pass you know nobody's gonna look at you like what's your problem you need to talk mm-hmm. uh, because we realize that everybody's in a different place yeah. in their journey and, and some people it takes a little while longer to feel comfortable to talk mm-hmm. some people are still processing trying to figure out where they're at 
So we're not trying to force, because again, Celebrate Recovery is not, hey, we're gonna give you the information and we wanna make sure that you can repeat back the information. Right. It's not based on facts. It's based on, here's truth, now where does it relate to you? Mm-hmm. And how, what, where are you at with this? Um, so those open share groups, that's what we do there. And then we give everybody a chance just to, to catch up is kind of what we, talk, we call it. Meaning, how's the week been going? You know, where, where did you see victory this week? Where did you see, you know, where, where did you struggle? Uh, so we give people a chance to start getting used to sharing and being open. Of, you know, for myself, there's some weeks I share, you know, guys, this is where my, you know, going back to depression, this is where I had a struggle this week. This day was horrible and this is why. And I talk about that. Other times I'll say, hey, this has been awesome because God did this. Um, so we just want to give people a chance to be real, authentic. Uh, so in those, in those discussions, uh, is there a time where, um, as I'm hearing from you or, or, you know, somebody's hearing from me that, that it's like, Hey, you know what? I, I can, I can speak into your struggle right now. Like I can say something or teach you something or, yeah. uh, or is it just, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say my piece and share yeah. and then we move on. It's a, that's a great question because in the open share groups, there is no, responses back to each other okay so if i were visiting and 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 i I felt like you know what i want to share i want to share what i'm struggling with then i'm I'm not in a position then when i have to hear 10 other people um tell me why i'm wrong or tell me i just get to say what's on my exactly uh one of the main rules of that group is we want everybody to know we're not here to fix each other oh good deal it's it's nobody's place to look at the other one and say i know what you need to do Mm. uh and even if we have good insight with that. We don't want people in those groups. Now, if after the group, we, we tell people, you know, if, if you want to go talk to somebody, but that gives you the power to, you know, if, if they want to have a conversation later, they can say, hey, you mind if we chat a little bit? Yeah. Uh, which we always do after the small groups, meaning after the small groups, we, we go back into our co- you know cafe area and we always have food available. It just gives people time to fellowship and talk and just mm-hmm. build those relationships. And sometimes those conversations happen where, you know, people aren't trying to speak in, but they'll say, hey, what you you said really hit me. I just wondered, do you want to talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit? Um, but what if what if food's my issue? And then I come back in well, there and you've got food. Do you have carrots? Here, here's the beautiful thing about that. That's a good point. Because uh, there are some of us that are actually on very strict diets because of you know lifestyle changes yeah. uh and I, I will confess it to i'm one of them that you know and what's awesome about our group is normally you don't have people, to confess that on, on i'm on confessing audio. i'm confessing it. it's out there but see, here's the, here's the beauty of celebrate recovery i am free from my struggles <laughs> and my habits my hang-ups i can put it out there and i don't i don't have a problem with it uh no we have a, an awesome group of people that they purposely when they bring snacks I'm not saying they're always the healthiest, right. but they know what each other's doing. And so yeah. they purposely bring things that they'll say, hey, I, I brought this, but I knew you know, you're trying to live this way. So they'll bring something that everybody can. So that's the other thing that's awesome about you know, this, this family almost that's been created is you know, we know what each other's going through. So I'm just thinking, um, I don't know how to formulate the question other than, what kind of walks of life are people coming from? Because I'm imagining uh, for some people, depending on where they're at, what they do for a, a living, mm-hmm. their economic status, coming into a group like that and saying, hey, here I am, um, it's a huge pride thing for them. Yeah. So uh, what is kind of the, the makeup of, of that group? 
right now I celebrate to be able to answer that 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 makeup of that group is such a variety mm. uh, we have people of all different ages uh, we have people from all different walks of life we have people that own businesses mm. we have people that are you know you, you would almost look and and if you heard they were going to because if a person has this mindset of celebrate recovery being about addictions of substances right. you know if they saw some of the people that come to it they'd be like why are you going mm. um, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, it, it just shows, because one of the things that we say uh, about, you know, and it's not just me that says it, this is what I hear from the people that come to Celebrate Recovery, is what's awesome about it is when you walk into Celebrate Recovery, it automatically drops that facade mm-hmm. of, I got life figured out. Yeah. Just being there, we're acknowledging to each other, we're here for a reason. Mm. We're, we're here because we're, we're embracing the best life that God has for us. And we're acknowledging that there's things that get in the way of that. Mm. And, and so it's a beautiful thing. In fact, one person that said to me just this weekend that has been coming faithfully uh, for probably three months, four months, uh, they were expressing, and again, not they're not there for substance issues at all. They're they're actually uh, very prominent in the community as far as you know. Most people might, if they think of celebrate recovery, that we would kind of wonder why are, why are you there? Uh, and they expressed to me, they said, when they they can't wait for Wednesdays mm. because they have they need to be there because mm. it's like this shot of God in their week yeah. to, to just really motivate them and what they're learning. And they actually said over the weekend, they, they looked at me and said, what I love about this is the words they use was, this is the place for people that are broken. Mm. Like that's what the niche is, mm-hmm. is people. And, and we all understand we're all broken in some way, but it's not that some people are broken and some people aren't. It's when people acknowledge mm-hmm. I'm broken. Yeah, there there is something about just being able to be real and authentic. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and and I know that's a core value of your church at Revolution um, is relationships and yeah. those real values, and I know it's one of ours too. And that's why we uh, that's why we wanted to have you on here to hear about it. Uh, so listen, uh, for Blessed Hope folks, you know, if there's any of you that are listening, and, and really anybody in the community, but exactly, but specifically, we we have made no qualms about you know that, that we operate with a different scorecard, and it's not who's coming to our things, yep. but it's who's growing in the kingdom. Um, and so we would encourage anybody that calls Blessed Hope home, if you feel like this group would be a good fit for you, man, go on Wednesday nights. And if that means you miss something that we're doing on a Wednesday night because you're there, uh, there there is. There is no bad feeling about that. And I think it's a great relationship that we have with Revolution Church. Uh, we love to partner with them in ministry. And so um, that's there, there should you should feel freedom um, to, to do that from, from our church and hopefully from others um, yeah. in the area too. Because this is, this is a way that you grow. And this is a way that you become more like Jesus. And discipleship is what we're all about and, and the gospel. And so... Uh, this is a good deal, and we get to do a lot of things with Revolution Church sure. coming up. Yep. We've got coffee and conversation uh, our next round coming up in September. Yeah, uh, we will be doing our Christmas Eve joint community service again. Uh, what day is that going to be on? I'm, if I remember right, it's Christmas. 24th, right? Christmas Eve. I okay, think, good. Yeah. So I think do, we decided to go with that. We're going to, you know what, we're going to go traditional and yeah, have our Christmas Eve so. service on Christmas Eve. I thought so. Um, and so anyway, we just love to partner and we've got something cool coming up in August. It's not just our churches, yeah. but our churches are kind of taking the lead in it a little bit and that's um, in uh, uh, a praise and prayer service for back to school, praying for administration and 
and teachers and kids, and we're really looking forward to that. Exactly. So a lot of great things going on between our two churches, and we're just so grateful that you guys are here in town and that we can partner with you and that we can uh, benefit from your like-minded ministry here at Blessed Hope, and hopefully you can benefit from ours in some way, and it's good. We we definitely do, because we're not not in the business of building churches. We're kingdom building. That's right. And that's the point of it. And, And just to echo not just the prayer, the community prays and prayers, you know, we're also... We're three weeks into it, doing yeah. our, our Monday, our weekly on Monday prayer time, community prayer time over the lunch hour, and and I, I know we've been part of it, and it's it's been a blessing, huge yeah. blessing to see people gathering and, yeah. and offering that time to pray, so kingdom sized prayers, regardless of church affiliation, regardless of denomination, regardless of any of that. Yeah, every Monday at twelve o'clock at yep. the Revolution Building downtown. Community-sized prayer is happening, and everybody is welcome. And we're expecting big things. So one more thing before we get you out of here. When and where does Celebrate Recovery happen? So Celebrate Recovery is every Wednesday. Uh, Again, it starts at 6 o'clock. Doors open at 5.30. That's when we unlock the doors. Everybody can come in. Uh, But from 6 to 8 is the full scheduled stuff first hours that large group second hours the smaller and then usually people are there anywhere 845 to 9 as they mm-hmm. visit and talk so that's kind of the window of every Wednesday and so anybody understands when I say every Wednesday I mean every Wednesday celebrate recovery doesn't if it's on a holiday we still have it mm-hmm. uh, celebrate that's a core value of celebrate recovery is this might be the only connection point that people really have especially people that might really be struggling with stuff and, and so we never want to be a ministry that, you know, hey guys, you know, it, well, 4th of July was on Wednesday this year. Yep. And a lot of people were kind of like, well, we're going to have it. And it, it doesn't matter. It, even if one person showed up, you know, you're going to be, you're, we're going to be there because if that person, you know, really needs to connect with somebody, um, yeah. it, we're going to be there. So every Wednesday starting at six. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Dave, for joining us. And uh, can't wait for the next conversation that we get to have with yeah. you. I appreciate it. It's been great. Thank you